Hello everyone and welcome back to Bee's Corner, a true crime podcast where I dive into some of the most infamous true crime cases of all times. So for <clears throat> today's case, we will be discussing the Malaysia Airlines Flight 370, also known as MH370 which was an international passenger flight operated by Malaysia Airlines that disappeared on 8th of March 2014 while flying from Kuala Lumpur International Airport in Malaysia to its planned destination, Beijing Capital International Airport in China. Uh, The crew last communicated with air traffic control around 38 minutes after takeoff when the flight was over the South China Sea. The aircraft was lost from ATC secondary surveillance radar screen minutes later, but was tracked by Malaysian military's primary radar system for another hour, deviating westward from its planned flights a path uh, crossing the Malay Peninsula and Andaman Sea. Uh, it's left uh, radar range northwest of Penang, Penang Island uh, in northwestern peninsular Malaysia. Uh, it had 227 passengers and 12 crew aboard and all of them were presumed dead. And to this day, we don't, we, we're not entirely sure about what happened. So I want to delve into some of the few theories that are going around in the internet that especially came into the light after the Netflix documentary. Um, so the search of this missing airplane was actually the most expensive search in the history of aviation. And it focused initially on the South China Sea and Andaman Sea before a novel analysis of the aircraft's automated communication with an uh, Inmarsat satellite indicated that the plane had traveled far southward over the southern Indian Ocean. The lack of official information in the days immediately after the disappearance prompted fierce criticism from the Chinese public, particularly from relatives of the passengers as most people on the flight were of Chinese origin. Um, several pieces of debris allegedly washed ashore in the Western Indian Ocean during 2015 and 2016. Um, many of these were allegedly confirmed to have originated from Flight 370. Um, after a three-year search of the ocean failed to locate the aircraft, the uh, Joint Agency Coordination Center heading the uh, operation suspended its activities in January 2017. A second search uh, launched in January 2018 by private contractor Ocean Infinity also ended without success after six months. Um, relying mostly on analysis of data from the Inmarsat satellites, with which the aircraft last communicated, the Australian Transport Safety Bureau proposed initially that a hypoxia event was the most likely cause given the available evidence. Although no consensus has been reached concerning this theory among investigators, 
at various stages of investigation, possible hijacking scenarios were considered, um, including crew involvement and suspicion of the airplane's cargo manifests. Many disappearance theories regarding the flight have also been reported. The Malaysian Ministry of Transport's final report from July 2018 was inconclusive but highlighted Malaysian's ATC's failures to attempt to communicate with the aircraft shortly after its disappearance. In the absence of a definitive cause of disappearance, uh, air transport, industry safety recommendations and regulations citing Flight 370 have been intended mostly to prevent repetition of the circumstances associated with the loss. And actually, some of these include increased battery life on underwater locator beacons, uh, lengthening of recording times on flight data recorders and cockpit voice recorders, and new standards for aircraft position reporting over the ocean. So our first theory is going to be pilot-assisted suicide. Uh, many people have focused on the aircraft's commander, Captain Jahari Shah. He was 53 years old when he took the controls of MH370 and departed from Kuala Lumpur. Um, the common theory is that Captain Shah locked the first officer out of the flight deck. He switched off the communication systems that were designed to keep MH370 in touch with air traffic controllers, donned an oxygen mask and depressurized the aircraft. At an altitude higher than Everest, the passengers and other crew would soon perish from oxygen deficiency, also known as hypoxia. Uh, the captain then, the theory goes, flew the aircraft along the frontier between Thailand and Malaysia to avoid raising the interest of the military on either side before turning south to a location where he believed it would never be found. But the official report says that there is no known to history of apathy, anxiety or irritability. There were no significant changes in his lifestyle, interpersonal conflicts or family stresses. The first officer was 27-year-old Fake Abdul Hamid. He was on his first Boeing 777 mission without a training captain overseeing him and had flown the aircraft only five times before. The investigators said, investigators said his ability and professional approach to work was reported to be good. It seems unlikely that someone with such limited experience of the aircraft would be able to pull off such a plan. Uh, while sadly there have been a number of crashes perpetrated by suicidal pilots, um, there never has been a subsequent crash that has been laid from the moment of seizure, which is the odd case here. So our second theory includes hijacking by the pilot with the intention of landing, surviving and escaping. While it is difficult to find any precedented precedent for this theory, it is feasible that one of the pilots intended to land or ditch the aircraft in a survival state but bungled it and was incapacitated by hypoxia along with the other on board. Yet it is difficult to conceive of a possible motive for such an 
mission, you know. Uh, the investigators investigators also concluded that there is no evidence to suggest that the pilots in command, aka the captain, and the first officer experienced recent changes or difficulties in personal relationships, or that there were any conflicts or problems between them. There had been no financial stress or impending insolvency recent or additional insurance coverage, purchased or recent behavioral changes for the crew. Um, the investigators also analyzed both pilots' radio conversations and there is no detection of evidence of anxiety or stress. The final report did note that it is not possible to deactivate automatic deployment of the masks from the cockpit. The oxygen masks are set automatically to drop in the event of a severe fall in cabin pressure, which would have given the passengers and crew some time to try to communicate with the ground. So this third theory suggests that the plane was hijacked by a passenger or a member of cabin crew. Uh, given the large number of passengers on, on board, 227, as well as 10 cabin crew, um, 12 if we count the first officer and the captain, there is a wide range of possible motives. Standard aviation security measures were in place at Kuala Lumpur International Airport. As the tragic events of 9-11 showed, the fact of having passed through a checkpoint does not mean that the passenger poses no threat to the aircraft and the people on board. Um, all the f- most of the passengers were from China, uh, the majority of them. Uh, also, the passengers included three children and two infants on board. Two Iranian passengers were traveling on passports stolen from an Italian and an Austrian, but they appear to have been illegal immigrants who were keen to reach the West rather than harboring any malicious intent. Uh, and all of the 12, 12, the 12 members of the cabin crew were either like married with children, and some have said, like, the, the, some have said that this implies that they were unlikely to have hijacked the aircraft and honestly i agree this this is like the hijacking by crew members does not make that much sense to me personally and then we have the theory that's that suggests that um the plane was hijacked remotely in a sophisticated act of cyber terrorism uh this is where feasible theories and unfeasible conspiracy theories began to converge in 2003, uh, Boeing took out a patent on remote control takeover of aircraft um, designed to foil hijacked attempts. The uninterruptible in- autopilot envisioned by the patent could be activated either by pilots on board sensors or remotely via radio or satellite links by the airline or government agencies if there were attempts to forcibly gain control of the cockpit. Uh, this system, once activated, would disallow pilot inputs and prevent anyone on board from interrupting the automatic takeover. Thus, the personnel on board could not be forced into carrying out the demands of any unauthor- unauthorized person or persons. The converse is that criminals on the ground might be enabled by such technology to take over the aircraft.
But the aircraft's maker told the investigators Boeing has confirmed that it has not implemented the patented system or any other technology to remotely pilot a commercial aircraft and is not aware of any Boeing Boeing commercial aircraft that has incorporated such technology. The report concluded that there is no evidence to support the belief that the control of this aircraft could have been or was taken over remotely as technology was not implanted on commercial aircraft. And then we have the possibility and our last theory for today, seized by a stowaway. Could someone have boarded the aircraft prior to the passengers and crew either in a suicidal mission or with the intention of landing at, say, Christmas Island, uh, around 1,000 miles northwest of Western Australia. This is a theory that Philip Bohm sees as second most likely after pilot's suicide. He has demonstrated that there is an underfloor area just outside the flight deck door which could conceal a person. Such a stowaway could also deactivate the transponder making the aircraft disappear. There are many cases in aviation of ex-employees with a grudge targeting airlines. It is possible that such an individual was responsible, but there are many arguments against such a scenario and the probability does seem extremely low. The perpetrator would need to have had access to the aircraft before it was readied for departure from Kuala Lumpur. They would need to have overcome the cabin crew, 227 passengers, and two pilots to take over the aircraft. And they would need not to be missed when they disappeared at the same time as MH370. In addition, it is difficult to come up with a motive. No terrorist group has come up with a serious claim to have taken control of the flight for political or propaganda responses. Um, like I mentioned, uh, there are like allegedly debris of the flight has been found, but a lot of people don't believe in that. They say that it was just like um, implanted there in order to cover up the actual truth of what happened. But to this day, it's unclear what happened. We don't know what happened. Honestly, it's it's one of the mysteries that I would just truly love to find more about. And that's it for today. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Don't forget to subscribe if you guys want to hear more true crime uh, related anything, honestly. And I would also like to apologize for mispronouncing any name or words. English is not my first language. So you might come across a few mistakes and I'll see you guys in the next episode.